This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We're at the Liberg Studios. Check them out, LibergStudio.com. Our producer Ben Stonium is on site with us. You can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. John. Hi. Hi. On Monday, you and I, we had the privilege to take in the Penguin game. We did. Shout out to Terry. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. Thank Hook, you. Hooking it up. Hooks it up big time. And it was it was a great game, and everyone had a whole lot of fun. Until the very end. The very end. Yeah. I admittedly, and I told you this at the game... Haven't watched a whole lot of the pens so far this year. I'm one of those guys that tunes in right around towards the end of so I'm on schedule towards the end of February, playoff, you know, push, trade deadline, whatever, <laughs> uh, and immediately become an expert, right? Yes. They got a pinch. What are they doing? You got you, listen, we got to switch up the power play. You need Malkin on the half wall, you know, start talking right. like that <laughs> guy that can't ice skate. And so, yeah, I'm right where I usually am, I guess. And uh, I'm tapping in. I'm coming in cold. And things seem a little tense with our Penguins. It was a bad loss, a bad way to lose. We were winning the whole time. Just kind of, we got into a, there was a lot of fighting. I was into that. Yeah, there was a massive scrum. They sent everybody and their brother to the box at one point. And I always find myself doing this, uh, watching the game on TV, but then in person, it's so much worse. Like, Gensel was, like, in the dead middle eye of the storm. Like He's a child! <laughs> get him out of there! Somebody get him out of there! Gensel, get out of there! Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, so I found, I was shouting that out loud. Get out of there, Jake! Yeah. You know what? I don't know f- all about the Penguins. <laughs> the Penguins lost... No, yes, lost, you do. Yes, you do. The no. Penguins lost 4-2. to two. A big empty net bummer at the end, yeah. an exclamation point on this thing. But you know what? This is perhaps, for me, at this point of my life, the most relatable Penguins team. A bunch of dudes getting older. Yeah. And. Yeah, I'd be I'd be lying if I said I didn't see a little bit of myself in the Penguins all the time. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we saw a lot of cool things at the game, though. I remember, how about the guy on the Jumbotron took the knee for the proposal. Fake proposal. And into, then, you're a father, John, mm, of I two am. young children. That's right. At one point, I looked up on the Jumbotron, and Iceberg was holding a baby. A very new baby. Baby wasn't holding up their own head. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know how you do I'm not judging. I don't judge other parents, everybody. But, like, that seems like no fun to have that baby at that game. I know it looks like a big, friendly... Penguin that you've loved for generations, but inside that suit is just some guy. <laughs> inside that suit is a 24-year-old... <laughs> Who's never held a baby. <laughs> kind of between things in yeah, his life, is yeah. liking the iceberg thing, has gotten laid on telling women at bars that he is iceberg. Right. He is of above-average 
flexibility mm-hmm. and athleticism. Very wiry guy, right. you'd have to imagine. But you're kind of discombobulated. Could you really get a feel for infants are so small? Low visibility. Yeah, I'm not letting Iceberg hold my newborn. <laughs> Let's just get right down to it. Nah, dog. We won some kind of contest when I was in seventh grade. Mm. My class, I don't know if we, we had the most Campbell's soup labels or whatever, yeah. but we had we won this contest, and, they were, and our uh, principal was like, well, you guys did it. Iceberg is going to come to your school. And mm. I was like, holy shit, this is great. They didn't say when, and I think it was like kind of a thrown-together thing, and I don't even think we got... Like ice, like a iceberg. Yeah, you got like C D E maybe. Right, it's like a body double. Yeah. It's like it's like we got the guy. It's he like, has the suit. This guy doesn't even look like Obama. Yeah. Why, why is he here? So iceberg busts into our science class one time. Just no warning, no nothing. Runs in. We're like iceberg, yeah. <laughs> and he runs over to our teacher and deep throats her entire head. Because you know that's what? like one of the, that's like a mascot move, right? Especially Whoa. for Iceberg and the Pirate Parrot, both. That's like they're they like to do that. I think that counts as a, a Yinzer baptism if you've been <laughs> if you've been, been dethroned by a Pittsburgh mascot. Is that what they call it? Is that really what they call it? Unsettling. Yeah, it was like his fatality in Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah, in the, at the end, <laughs> like, <laughs> Iceberg yeah. gnaws your head off. Also unsettling. You saw something. You spotted it. During gameplay, it took was, you out of the moment. We've been talking about parenting and how we don't. You said you don't judge parents, right? Try well, not to. Well, guess what? I do. Hmm. And there was a there was a little kid there in the lower bowl with a Patrick Mahomes jersey on. <sighs> I'm not with it. I nah, think that that's bullshit. Yeah. I think that hey, your your kid likes Patrick Mahomes. I like I I get it. Okay. Uh, but there's no place for that. Mm-mm. Especially in a sea of black and gold. I think so. Yeah, that's pro- I mean, that's why we lost. Is there any doubt that's that a, that's why we lost? It's a greater than zero. Tristan Jari was doing good, and then he saw the kid going up. He's like, whoa, weird. And then the then we got scored. Yeah, he let in that bad goal yeah. on the side. That's exactly what happened, John. I mean, all in all, a good time. I look forward to now becoming my seasonal Fairweather Penguin fan self. Right. It was it was nice to be that close to Coach Sullivan, who is like every friend's mean dad that you've ever interacted with, rolled down and packed into one very <laughs> angry man. Mike Sullivan is the dad of your friend who's like, no pop. <laughs> what do you mean no pop? No pop and no juice. Like you're in third grade, you're about to drink a glass of water at a sleepover. No, it's and a, gets mad at your parents when they pick you. Look, you know, I told your I told your parents that uh, we had plans today and that, that the sleepover would end promptly at 10 a.m. the next day. Here we are, it's 11:15, and we're we're waiting, we're waiting for for Jonathan to get picked up right now. Sees the Kmart bag in yeah. the back of your parent. Did you stop at Kmart before you came over here? You thought this was a daycare? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Sullivan's he's not pleased. He didn't look pleased. You know, they brought back all the old guys, John. They're not making a lot of changes, shuffling the lines around. It's unclear how the rest of the season is going to go as they make the playoff push for one of these final wild card spots. There's some talk that perhaps Mike Sullivan's message in the room is getting old. Mm. It's getting a little bit stale. And I think we have a potential solution. Um, John, your cousin has been known to 
put out some absolute banger Facebook statuses. Oh yeah, holds nothing <laughs> back. It's one of those ones where you, you want to. You're like, oh man, this is two paragraphs. I'm gonna go get a snack. I want to enjoy this. This is not the kind of thing you you read on your phone when you're getting in and out of the car. This is something you savor. I don't know. Maybe if Mike Sullivan embraced some of the methods, or I don't know, even read your cousin's Facebook statuses uh, to the media verbatim, maybe that maybe that could help. So we're gonna give it a shot here. All right, here he is, Sully, responding to media as John's cousin's Facebook posts. Coach, tough loss tonight, four to two. Tell me about your team's mindset right now. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think I'd get more help and support from people, hospital, and, and the government if I was a junkie. Okay. This country and the mindsets of people are, are so f- if you ask me. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, you're, you're still in the hunt for a wild card position. With the way things have been shaken out, it looks like it may need a you know an act from a higher uh-huh. power to get there. Uh-huh. Well, you know, f*** a prayer. Uh, it, it hits different, you know. Yeah. This month, going through through countless hardships. Not getting even, you know, one visit from a from a friend. You know, I know where I stand with motherfuckers right now. That's for sure. Mike, the the free agent deadline it looms large. Uh, might we see an addition to the to the locker room over the coming weeks? I'll just say, stop bringing uninvited guests to people's homes without asking. It's it's common courtesy always to ask the man or the woman of the house if you could bring someone to their home. Don't don't just assume that they'll be okay with it. Okay. Right. A person's home is, is their safe place and comfort zone. Um, so people get very selective about who they allow in their home, and they don't trust everybody. A lot of you motherfuckers don't understand. Of course. Well, I, Coach, you brought back all these veteran players. Is it possible that being a tenured coach as long as you have, is it possible you're losing the room at all? You know, I'm over here starting to look like a villain for falling out with everybody because I was letting shit slide for years. Now my spirit, you know, doesn't feel comfortable to do shit like that to myself anymore. You, you don't get to talk to me like that. You don't get to smile in my face if you can't stand my ass in real life, you know? You don't get to belittle me jokingly. You don't get to use me. Energy don't lie. I was too busy trying to keep the peace. The whole time I was the one disrespecting myself. This is just the start of something new for me, you know? No regrets. I deserve the love I give to everyone around me. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. There it is, Mike Sullivan addressing the media through John's cousin's Facebook posts. I don't know. I think this I think this could be the the new method to kind of turn the team around. Well, kind of pick and choosing uh, which pieces of your cousin's Facebook posts he uses when addressing the media. Yeah, that bit about not inviting people to your house. <laughs> I mean, if you disagree with that, that's on you. And and that's what that and message not be inviting mother <laughs> To, over to, to his your house. house. How are you going to invite a motherfucker <laughs> to your house? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's wrap up the Super Bowl here. Let's wrap up the football season. Mm. Put a bow on it. Bury it forever. Never think about it again except it's to cool pull with me. inane references. I thought it was a fine game, but most importantly, John, the day after the Super Bowl, the drunkest man in the bar approached me and said, Tad, the next three years, I see the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I'm going to double down. I'll even go deeper. I'm going to say two years. I'll tell you what. Watching that game, I was like, man, this is uh, these teams are, are pretty good. Yeah. Didn't really feel like, you know, I know that fortunes can change very quickly, but now we can root against the Chiefs forever. Like, there won't really be any ambiguity if they were to make it back. For sure. 
They are now officially the new Patriots. They are the enemy. Last episode, we asked, which was sort of foolish. It was a big mistake by me. We asked uh, who you were rooting for, and we said we're going to give the best call a Smash Dick Full Bush football shirt. Smash Dick Full Bush. We got this really great call from Jackie about his rooting interests that includes (laughs) just... Just one of the great dick darts of all time at Philly. Take a listen. Hey, this is Jackie from Fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, Super Bowl rooting interest. This one's easy. This one is really, really easy. It's got to be the Eagles, and here's why. On its face, this is essentially uh, um, a, you know, about as dangerous as two drunken homeless in a fight. Like They might get into the street and delay traffic a little, but in the end, it's rather insignificant. We really are already in an echelon so far and above Philadelphia sports on almost every level. We have to decide which statues to build. There's so many great, uh, you know, former athletes to put next to the stadium. We have to, like, cut people. There's only four sides to PNC Park in it. So at some point, one of the greats ain't going to make it. Four sides, four statues. Their most famous statue is a fictional character, uh, Rocky, okay? Reminds me of Anaheim. You know who their statue is of? It's of the duck. So their statue is like one notch up from the duck. (laughs) One notch up from the duck. One notch up from the duck. All right, Jackie. It did look for a hot minute like we were going to put up a statue of Duck Hodges. Mm. In 2019, like when shit was on fire and like... Why not? No Roethlisberger. We sort of got a glimpse of what life would be like when Roethlisberger stopped being effective or was no longer on the team. Yeah. And it was sort of exciting, but also sort of terrifying. But it was definitely intriguing, and that's where we are now. Anyway, great call by Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. He's going to win the Smash Dick Full Bush football shirt. You can get your own Smash Dick Full Bush football shirt at Pittsburgh Clothing Company, pghclothing.com slash sdfb. Tad, here's a name for you. wonder if you've thought about this one in a while. All right. John Jaso. John Jaso who had the greatest walk-up music Hit it. in the history of time. Hit it. Did you hear about the Midnight Rambler? <laughs> Dude, Jaso was so badass for doing that, and I remember one time, like, I don't know, tweeting or seeing a tweet that was like, Jaso has the most badass walk-up because every everyone else is like some it's either some song you've never heard of or it's like the dude from Nebraska and it's Creed or right, whatever. Right. But for Jaso to have the Stones on there was so sweet. So someone tweeted like, "Oh, it's cool, uh, John Jaso, Midnight Rambler to the plate music." And then I saw like the first comment under it was some guy who was like, "You know that song's about women getting butchered by a murderer, right?" And I was like, that's sort of an odd thing to say. I mean, you know, songs are about things. Yeah, okay. So I clicked that guy's profile, and then I I noticed that all of his... His entire feed was him saying that about the song Midnight Rambler. What? Every... It was people who'd commented, like pirate fans who'd commented, like, that was awesome. And then also just other stuff about Midnight Rambler, like, you know what I think the best Stones song is? Midnight Rambler. And he's like, you know what it's about? It's about this. (laughs) What a weird, weirdly specific kink. Yeah, to like have that be your online avatar as like the exposer of John Jaso. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Anyways, Jaso was a cool pirate. And yeah, this big article 
Uh, the headline reads, John Jaso gave up baseball to enjoy life on a boat. He walked away from Major League Baseball at 34, potentially leaving millions of dollars on the table. The sea was calling. And it's like a picture of him just like chilling, uh-huh. looking like Jack Sparrow with a, a, a fire IG model looking gal behind him. He looks like he looks like he's doing all right. He's not freezing his nuts off on March 31st in Pittsburgh at the home opener, losing eight to nothing to the Cardinals. Uh, I, I feel like this whole article, the whole time I was just like scratching my head because like we know John Jaso, but like. Why would anyone care reading the New York Times? What is the angle of this article? It could have just said, like, cool dude who used to play for the Pirates getting extremely laid <laughs> in a tropical setting. Extra, extra, read all about it. This cool guy who was like a mad baseball player 10 years ago is getting real laid. Have you heard about the Midnight Rambler? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, when I when you sent me the article last week, I clicked it and I thought to myself, "Oh, this is going to be like in the city paper or something." Right. I mean, it's long. Like, <laughs> like someone did a. It was clearly some writers who's into baseball. Yeah. Maybe a former pirate fan who was like, "Is there a way I could turn this into a vacation? Right. Could I go like yeah. hang out with Jaso and puff herb on a boat and like drink rum and f- around?" And he found it. I can't get past the the paywall. <laughs> I bet there's some awesome quotes in there of him being like they're like do you miss baseball and he's like what <laughs> like I like is there any way he wasn't smoking weed the entire time that they were interviewing him that that was one of the most appealing things about Jason in the first place is he had those dreads yeah and then you you would imagine your grandmother watching the game and being like I don't like that guy here's here's a quote that I somehow was able to get quote even when I retired people said Quote, you might be walking away for millions of dollars, but I'd already made millions of dollars. <laughs> that's so, like, that's badass. Yeah, you did. I'm going to get Jason on the show. Dude, if we could get Jace. I spent one hour, couldn't I couldn't find Dick. I couldn't mm. find John Jaso agent, John Jaso contact, John Jaso media contact. Couldn't find a thing about him. But imagine Jaso on the Zoom boat. Drinking you know, out of a coconut. Drinking out of a coconut, coconut brazier, yeah, coconut jock, yeah. I bet his dreads are real now. What do you, do you think? Before they weren't real? No, they were. They were fake. That's not true. No, that was a thing. He had. He was like the dude from Counting Crows with the fake dreads. Really? Yeah, I remember seeing on like a pi- Inside Pirates baseball, Robbie and Smikowski. Like Spikowski. the dreads are actually fake. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that actually is a strike. Look, who's laughing now? I mean, Jaso. Yeah. Laughing all the way to the bank. Dude, I'm trying to Jaso my way. <laughs> that should be a verb. Really just the, the emblem of of the blue collar yeah. every man that Jaso. Jaso's like, sure, I live on a boat, I date some Instagram model, <laughs> life's great. But when I smoke weed, I do it from a foil pipe yep. that puts holes in my brain. It gives me lockjaw. Mm. Alright. Well, speaking of putting holes in your brain, John. I am concerned about a lot of the environmental and ecological things going on around us. Yeah, had ourselves a little train wreck in the area. It's not new. This stuff isn't new. We've been uh, we've been doing bad stuff to the earth here for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And 
As someone from Imperial, Pennsylvania, a town named after a coal company, actually not even a town, a census-designated area. Hell yeah. I did like the dive on Wikipedia, like, I want to find out everything I can find out about Imperial. Yeah. And it's it's not even, it's a census, it's not a place, it's not a village, it's not a city, it's not a neighborhood. Wow. you're it, from nowhere. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, we want to introduce you to a new game show premiering this year. It's time to play Why Are You Sterile? Here is your host, Ned Stetson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Why Are You Sterile? The only game show that tells southwestern Pennsylvanians why they're sterile. Let's meet today's contestant. Travis Muldoon is 38 years old. He's from somewhere out the parkway. And he's been banned from PNC Park since 2008. Welcome, Travis. I was banned for an act of civic engagement. It says here on the card, you tipped over a Dippin' Dots card in the concourse. When I pay good money to CREO Speedwagon, I expect to hear, keep on loving you. <laughs> all right, Travis. We all know the rules. You've got three guesses to tell me why you are sterile. All right, let's start the clock whenever you're ready, Travis. I mean, seems kind of obvious because it's, it's where I work, so I'll go ahead and say it. The cracker plant in Manaka. Well, no crackers in the cracker plant in Manaka, that's for sure. Just the toxic building blocks that go into all the plastic junk we buy to support our consumer lifestyle. Judges, do we have cracker plant? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Travis. Not the cracker plant. Good guess. Keep guessing. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, what's what's the thing with the train that it just got derailed? Train derailment. Okay, I'm gonna need you to be a little more specific. The Ohio one. Um, uh, my cousin got a DUI on the way there back from Geneva on the lake. Um, East Palestine. The East Palestine train derailment. Vinyl chloride just getting pumped up into the air like it ain't no thing. Judges, do we have the East Palestine train derailment? Ah, Oh. (sighs) You're down to your final guess. Travis, why are you sterile? It's really down to two things. It's a coin flip. Well, listen to the arrhythmic beating of your heart. If I'm going with my heart, my dad used to heat the house with greasy wood pallets he got from his buddy who worked on the river. I'll say 18 years of breathing in burnt grease. Sounds nasty. Your final guess. 18 years of breathing in burnt grease. Judges. Oh! Oh, I'm sorry, Travis. The correct answer is the well water you drink every single day. Ah, gosh. Oh, Travis, thanks for playing. Might want to update that living will because, frankly, it's a miracle you've made it this long. That's our show, folks. Until next time, I'm Ned Stetson, and I want to know, why are you sterile? Good night, everybody. I want to be very clear that we did that bit because it came from a place of deep fear. I'm concerned. Yeah, things are not okay. Things are not good. All right, John, this news broke earlier today. Reported by Alan Saunders. He scooped this Mm. uh, on SteelersNow.com. And I really want to read the lead to this because it's pretty good. 
The Pittsburgh Steelers are making some more upgrades to Acrisure Stadium this offseason, and while some might be pissed off by the change, it's also overwhelmingly likely that fewer people will be pissed on. Absolutely awesome job, not only by Allen, but by his editors, to just chill the f*** out yeah, and let that one go. That's pretty good. And of course, this is the article about the Steelers replacing urinal troughs at Acrisure Stadium. Not going to be any more urinal troughs. Is nothing sacred? <laughs> There's so many things going through my mind. Number one, the greatest way to get over being pee shy as a scared child. I've been there. Scared yeah. eight year old. Step on up to the trough, Can, son. Yeah, right. You're el- elbow to elbow yep. with two grown ass men, yep. BAC 0.24, and they're about to quote-unquote, sober up, walking mm-hmm. across two parking lots and then drive home to Brookline. Yeah, I mean, that's a rite of passage as a man. I mean, when you <laughs> when you own that spot where you stand as yeah. an eight-year-old, mm-hmm. you walk out of there head held high. You gotta, you're, you're kind of angling it up a little bit. Right. You can't even get over the lip of the trough. Yeah. You know, that is that is a great way to... It's a rite of passage. <laughs> I also think, like, as a visiting team, you know, like, if we're one of the few stadiums that that have those you know if everybody's upgrading it but we don't upgrade sends a message i think yeah you're a visiting fan you're yeah, like what you're are a these colts ar- fan you're like i'm going to go to pittsburgh to the game they're like my god i i couldn't go i couldn't you know there's all these soy boys out here they're trying to make us go soft they're, they're tough enough. they're like oh we play in a dome where everyone sort of has their own little vestibule uh, <laughs> we got two ply toilet paper no they got to wait in the half-hour, covert, puke, really ill-timed, taking-a-dump stalls. They have to do that yeah. dance. Yeah. Because they can't trough it. Right. Dude, if you can't trough it, you can't hang in the AFC North. <laughs> when the Steelers are like, oh, you know, we're going to... They traded Claypool. Or like, right. who they're going to... If they end up drafting Jordan Addison, it's like, I should have no input on that. Because at the end of the day... I really don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know anything about football. We know football. nothing. Less than nothing. I'll tell you what I do know about. Yes. Ex- see, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. What I do know about is the fan experience at ACK. At the ACK. At the ACK. That's exactly right. You know, a couple years back, they made some other changes to the stadium. I didn't like those. Reminds me of a poem, John. Oh, you know how I love that. First, they came for the open part of the lower bowl, mm. and I did not speak up. I wasn't going to sit there anyway. Then, they came for the name of the stadium, and I didn't speak up. I mean, I did a lot. I bitched about it hard. (laughs) Then, they came for the troughs, and there was no one left to speak up. (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I hope that's not minimizing. (laughs) No, we should make some calls. Uh, Or do you think there was somebody like, I would just like to say, uh, I was at the game recently, would really love to have some privacy you know, as I hear, like, do you think somebody, are they getting complaints? No. No, they they do, they go on to say in the article, it's actually more efficient for everyone to have a urinal. But that's not. Really? It's not really the point, is it? I Dude. think it's the pee-shy people. Yeah. But the, knowing that I'm never going to be able to step up to the trough and, like, play the game of, like, how far can I push this cigarette butt down to my neighbor? I've got, an, I've got a million dollar idea. Hit me. We buy the troughs. We put them in a food truck, okay. and we call it the food truck, the trough. And people come up, and they eat like like hogs out of the 
out of the trough, but it's like you throw a bunch of pierogies uh-huh. and halushki and permani stuff, and you just you stir the trough. It's a food truck, and people just come up. It's like if you want authentic, because the brine, the piss of Yinzers, <laughs> you know, in that trough since two thousand one. Yeah, I mean that is like that is you know because pee sterile. Urine is sterile. Urine is sterile. Anyone that accidentally pisses on you or pulls a piss-related prank is always eager to tell you that piss is sterile. <laughs> and it's like a yinzer thing, and you just you get up there, you just like you would at the trough. You, but you get up there, you get a spot, you pay ten bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just the service we're providing, we're creating a new rite of passage. That's right. And the cats in the cradle and the seal of a spoon. Well, if you're a wealthy financier. Or uh, you're planning to be one after getting in some class action lawsuit against one of the major corporations that are rat f***ing this part of the state. Mm. Uh, or this part of the country, really. Yeah. You know, it, now more than ever, we need to we need to be like repping southeastern Ohio and, do it. and the northern panhandle of West Virginia. Uh, reach out to us, and we will tell you how you can help us finance the trough. That's going to do it for this edition of the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. We want your calls. We want your input. Hit us up on the hotline, 412-368-6375, or email us, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Huge shout-out to Liveberg Studios, and huge shout-out to our producer, Ben Stonium, for making this happen. Hey, there's a honky-tonk this weekend, Friday night. Come and see your boy. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Bye.